else did I do and how in love you were? Then came kids, work, responsibilities, and laundry. Suddenly your marriage became the last thing on your priority list. Are you wanting more out of your marriage? We're Jeff and Mandy Rose, and we want to show you how to design your perfect marriage. Join us on our challenges of adventure, commitment, faith, and yes, intimacy. We want to help you make your marriage more. So how was your lunch? Well, the fact that I didn't have to make my own lunch today was actually pretty amazing. (laughs) Who made you that lunch? Oh, gosh. Who made you dinner the last 500 nights? I didn't ask that. I just asked who made you lunch. Okay, yes. Jeff Rose made me lunch today from leftovers that I made last night, by the way. (laughs) Does that really count? It's still sweet. It is sweet. It's sweet. You had to cook the eggs. I had eggs and steak. You want, let's just kind of like reminisce on that for a little while and just kind of oh, let soak in. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the topic. <laughs> All right. Hey, welcome to Dollars and Roses podcast episode four. So today we're going to talk about another challenge that I guess we didn't really do this together, but I, as like we were just talking about it, but I feel like it's the best we've ever done at doing any type of like eating challenge together because we really haven't been on the same page with that. No, like it's one thing since we started like even knowing each other, like we do not have the same eating habits at all or the same desires when it comes to eating. The fact that you actually ate leftovers is pretty amazing. Yeah, I typically don't ever eat leftovers, ever. And like I'm a leftover fanatic. Like if something was made, cooked at Monday night and it's still in the fridge on Thursday, like I'll eat it. Yeah, I'm like a weirdo about freshness. Like I, I'm the type of person like when the milk says sell by whatever date and it's that date, done, gone. <laughs> I'm just weird. I know. This is why our kids are picky. Yeah. I think, uh, what was it the other night that we, uh, oh, remember like we had some broccoli and, and like you cooked it and it tastes funny. And you thought it was like maybe older. And I was like, oh, no, it's fine. And we cooked it and it tasted funny. But the reality is like the date was like. <laughs> <laughs> what was the date? I don't remember, but it was like a week old. It was? Yeah. I can't even believe you subjected me to that. No, I, I didn't, I think didn't it, eat it. I didn't think it would. I didn't either. It tasted funny. <laughs> See, I told you. Well, that was maybe a few more days. I was like, ah, it's fine. Just cook it. It'll be good. Ew. I was wrong. And it's broccoli too. Come on. All right. So probably one of the one things that my wife is tired of me saying for the longest time is, quote unquote, I'm fat. <sighs> or I want to lose five pounds. I want to lose five pounds. pounds. So, I mean, so like me, like... I do CrossFit. You know, I'm, I'm a workout fanatic. I can eat really healthy, but then I can go on these binges where I just like, I can put down some, some food. Oh, you can. You know, and I think one example, like we went to go visit my mom in Las Vegas and we were there, I believe it was for either six or seven days. Let's say it was seven days. And In-N-Out Burger, which is my most favorite burger establishment, probably my favorite food establishment. Don't get off on an In-N-Out kick. I don't want, but continue I, the story. I'm just saying it, we were there for seven days and I ate In-N-Out burgers six times in that, those seven days or, or it was five times in six days, whatever it was. But I just remember the last session we went there. I'm like, oh, I'm not really craving this, but I got to get it one more time. Yeah, you're kind of an extremist in that sense, like in all areas. And so when it comes to food, you're the same way. You're like very extreme. Like you're either eating really healthy, like a freak, mm-hmm. or you're eating like really bad. Like you're going to have a donut, but instead you have like 12 donuts. And she's not exaggerating. No, I'm not. I could put down 12 donuts if I needed, if I needed to. <laughs> and usually when I get donuts, I need to. Yeah, exactly. So 
I've just kind of fluctuated. Like when I was in Iraq, you know, I, I well, I'm sorry, I were I was, you know, I had a six pack in college. I went started working, you know, doing the nine to five thing, sitting behind a desk, and then I was still working out, but my diet kind of sucked. All of a sudden, I had a gut, and I'm like, where did that come from? Never had that it's before. Called responsibility. Called responsibility. You can't work out 24 hours a day now. Yeah. So I went from that. Then I went to Iraq, and then I got super fit again. And I still have the picture of like I took of myself, or somebody took of me in Iraq, where I'm like six pack. I was doing CrossFit, doing weights. Because you had a lot of time on your hands. I had a lot of time on my hands. So I just like I made a vow, like I'm not going to get back there again. And I came back, and like I think we we did pretty good for a while, and then once again I fell kind of fell off the wagon, as they say. And when we started talking about these challenges, so last year. I've done a few different diets. I've done like the four-hour diet, uh, which is like the slow-carb diet from Tim Ferriss's blog where you basically eat meat, vegetable, and beans. And I did that for a while and saw good results, but I just got freaking tired of eating beans. But if you ever want to Google slow-carb diet on a four-hour blog, you'll find it, four-hour workweek blog. But anyway, that, that worked pretty well. I went on a gluten-free kick for a little while, but that, that was okay. And I did paleo last year, and I loved it. It was great. Like I had, I wasn't deprived of energy and I, I got really lean, like probably the best I've been in a while. And I thought I finally found that stride and then I don't know if it freaking happened, but I just fell off the wagon You probably again. went to In-N-Out and then... Probably went to In-N-Out. You probably went to the West Coast, you visited In-N-Out and then it was all over from there. Yeah. And then, so kind of fast forward more recently. So this summer I was like, all right, you know, the pool is going to go open up. Like I want to have, I want to lose weight again and be ready for pool season. And then we went on a two week RV trip where I just went to town. We ate at different restaurants every day and ate Every out. single day. I think I literally had, I mean, if I have dessert, it's probably once or twice a week. You know, like when I'm not doing great, I guess, with my diet. Like, I mean, you probably have dessert like once a week. I was having like, you know, one or two times a Maybe. week. Maybe. You, you don't eat dessert that often. Yeah, but. that's true. But like on the RV trip, like I had dessert every day. Yeah. And sometimes like twice a day. <laughs> I mean, we even like took the RV on a special trip to find chocolate cake because I was like craving chocolate oh cake. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we did do that. That was all you. It was all I me. don't even need chocolate cake. It was good though. Okay. I loved it. So, I mean, after the RV trip and then we got back and we went to San Diego for, you know, three days on that trip and I ate In-N-Out Burger <laughs> again. By the way, if you don't know yet, we're going to be talking about a food challenge just in yeah. case we didn't say that. So, I mean, it was like, but we traveled a lot over like the course of like two months and, um, and I just, once again, the diet just sucked. I was still working out. I mean, I never really fell off that, but my diet just was just horrible. And I kept telling myself, I just, I don't know if you are in that same boat where you have struggled with your diet, like this is what I usually tell myself, like, oh, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to start Monday, you know, and I do good to like Wednesday at lunch and then it's like game over and like, oh, well, crap, I already screwed it up. I'll start over next week, (laughs) you know, and really bad is the weekends. The weekends is where I would always tell myself like, okay, I'm going to eat healthy. And then I go to the store and they've got fried chicken. And I mean, fried chicken is like crack to me. It's called self-control. <laughs> Which I literally have, I have none, unless I'm doing a challenge. Yes, but we also have two separate personalities. I mean, I'm the kind of, I think I'm the kind of eater that like, I like to go to the store and I like to buy cookies and then I like to put them in the pantry and I just like to know that they're there. Like I don't ever even eat them. I just want to know that if they're, if I wanted to eat a cookie, that it's in the pantry. And I swear to you, nine times out of 10, those cookies will just be thrown away because yeah. they'll be bad. Because, and 
or I know that they're in the pantry and I'm like, I'm searching for them. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like you're the type of person, like if you want something like a uh, chocolate chip cookies and you buy it at the store, if it's in the pantry, you're eating it. I'm going to eat it. So we're very different in that sense, I think. It's like when you buy those like white powder donuts. Oh yeah. I just want to know they're there in case I wanted one, but I never eat them. No, because I eat them. <laughs> like I don't buy them. You buy them for the security of knowing they're there. But I'm the one that sucks them down <laughs> at like 11:30 at night. Oh, this but is funny. It's hilarious, isn't it? So last year when I did paleo, I mean, she really wasn't on board with it. But somehow we were—I mean, she did a little bit. But this time, I mean, I think she with this whole challenges that we're trying to do on the blog, she was more open to at least trying. I mean, she wasn't going to do it 100 percent, but she was willing to like when we cook dinner, you know, instead of making like pastas and and although you so she, one of her favorite dishes, which she did this in college, was butter noodles. Oh my gosh, I should share this recipe with you guys if you like, like that Th- kind of thing. This is great for a paleo challenge that we're I talking know, about. I know, but seriously, butter noodles, they're really amazing. I've cut back on that. I will say that when he, you first approached me about doing a paleo challenge, or really any kind of, he wanted to do like whole food challenge, which we're still supposedly going to do, or like no caffeine challenge. When he approached me about doing any of those kinds of challenges, I was immediately like, no, not doing it, not doing it. And just because, like, I don't have any desire to do paleo. But the reality is, is that when you're doing paleo, it's hard for me to not follow along, at least for dinner. So I told him, like, I'll do dinner paleo. But then, like, during the day when you're at work, I'm going to eat a big bowl of whatever spaghetti. (laughs) Yeah. And I guess for those that don't even know what paleo is, I guess we should probably explain that. And so I was first introduced to paleo because CrossFit, which is my workout program, a lot of that's the diet that they talk about and it's often referred to as the caveman diet so basically there's like no wheat no bread no dairy so no cheese and basically it's meat and vegetables and nuts but like not peanuts or anything like it has to be like brazil nuts or cashews or almonds a lot of almonds yeah but men like meat like i don't like meat that much yeah so i mean as an example what we had for lunch and this is our dinner last night was we had steak tips kind of think of like a fajita it's like so fajita steak tips with peppers, red peppers, yellow peppers, and guacamole. And like that's that was our dinner. So like there was no tortillas. We didn't have any chips. I did have some chips for lunch today, a little bit with the guac, leftover guac. Sneaky, sneaky. And then like for lunch today I had rewarmed the steak and the peppers and then I threw a two eggs o- over it and that was our lunch. And the one thing people always think like, oh like you're not having any carbs, so you don't have any energy. And that was probably the excuse I told myself. But the reality is like it, you do. I mean, it's just like if you're hungry, you eat, but you just make sure you eat the good stuff. And, you know, so like before you probably hear a lot about now gluten-free and how, you know, people eat too much bread, too much carbohydrates. And I mean, I, I see it now. I know for me, the most quote unquote ripped I've ever been was in college. And I, I was doing the kind of like the Atkins diet, if you remember that. And that was like high protein, high fat no vegetable. That was like a trend for a while. It right? was a trend. And like, that's what people talk about paleo, but I think paleo is more like a lifestyle. And like, you're eating vegetables, and like, so it's not like you're not. Dep- Atkins was like, you didn't eat vegetables. Like, you just ate high fat, high protein, all that good stuff. Well, I think that's the key is that you have to find something that's like a lifestyle change, not just a trend or something that you're going to do just to lose a few pounds. Because isn't all those ones you like do it and you lose weight, then you do, don't stop doing it and you gain it back? Yeah. I think that's dumb. Yeah. So, you know, it's so like, with the paleo, it, the paleo challenge of the diet was just, I did it. I've done it before. I saw success. So now it was just like f- trying to find a reason to do it again. So I embarked on a 30-day paleo challenge. And 
I will tell you that, I mean, I failed. I think I did it, it was either 24 or 25 of those 30 days. And I'm trying to remember the first time I failed, but I know two of those days I failed involved donuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, shocker. Shocker. We, uh, we just went on a trip together. And, um, but so here's the cool thing. So I guess I need to like, kind of talk about the, the results. So we talk about weight. I had got up to 211, 212 pounds. So for me, when I was in college, I always wanted to be over 200. Like that was like, I'm 200 pounds. Look at me. You're big stuff. I'm big stuff. I'm, so I'm, I'm like six foot tall. You know, 200 pounds was kind of like that. I just thought it was like a number. It'd be cool in the gym to say, oh, I'm 200 versus I'm 198. Guys are so weird. It is weird, right? So I could never get above 200. As much protein as I ate, as hard as I worked out, I could never get there. And then finally, after I got a little bit older, went to Iraq, and maybe I put on a little bit more muscle, but I was at 205. And I thought that was just a good weight. <laughs> you know, like it just. I see your face right now. You were feeling real good about yourself. Then, I mean, when you? you're 205 and got a six pack, like that's legit, right? Mm-hmm. So when I did the first paleo challenge, like last year, I got up to 214 and it wasn't a good 214. Like it was, I was puffy. I had the love handles going on. Like it just was the most I'd ever had weighed in my life. And I knew it wasn't good. It's probably because you were so happy with me that you're just like, oh. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's what I was exactly what I was going to say. Exactly. So then I think when I did it the the first time, I got down to 202, which was the lowest I'd ever got. And then after the end of the whole summer debacle of In-N-Out Burger RV trips and dessert every day, I got back up to 211, 212. And that's when I started the Paleo Challenge to see and right now I'm at, we're past 30 days now. I think I'm like 40-ish, maybe 45 days into it. And I'd say I've probably been clean 90% of the time. You know, I do, do really well, which I'm still impressed with. And I'll kind of tell you how I'm, I've been able to do that. But like, as like this morning I weighed myself, was, uh, I was 204, which, and even last week I, I got, I was really busy the beginning of the week and I got sick. I actually didn't work out like for like seven days, which is very uncharacteristic of me not to get one day in and I actually lost I think a pound and a half in that week just because I typically when I don't work out talk about extremists like so if I'm lazy not working out then my diet usually follows suit and I become lazy and I want desserts and all that stuff but I did really I did really good last week you know sticking to the paleo challenge and just the paleo lifestyle and I actually lost a pound I'm like man if I actually been working out I would have lost more you know, You're so obsessive. Can you hear him, you guys? I mean, he is seriously like, I mean, you just went like, I was 214 and then I was 211. Oh my gosh, I'm too. Like every day I have to hear this and I'm just like, you're like a woman. Just like throw the scale out the window. Uh, I like tracking things. You know, I know. It, it, You're a tracker. You're a researcher tracker. You, I know. I'd like to I see it. it. So my goal after all, all said and done, I would, I would love to see myself get to one. Actually, ironically enough, Go back below the 200 level. Now you want to be below 200. I want to be. It's, this is proof here, here men are never happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it's true. That's funny. Okay. So, so how have I been able to work? So, I mean, one thing that has been super helpful is that, you know, Mandy, although she's not doing it like hardcore like myself, but as we talked about earlier, I mean, she's helped out, you know, with whatever we eat in the evenings. She's helped out with where we go out to dinner. When you're just trying to eat meat, and vegetables, like, it's hard to go to an Italian place, you know, and when they have, all they have is pasta. You know, so like going to locations where I can actually attempt to order paleo, you know, is a challenge. So the fact that she's willing to support me there and, you know, do it together has been, been huge. Yeah, I mean, I think another thing that has helped tremendously is that we've been meal planning. 
And I think we'll talk about that later on another podcast, uh, another challenge, but uh, that it's helped a lot to be able to know, okay, here's what we're eating. <laughs> it's helped me to help you to stay on the, on the paleo track. And then in turn, I've been eating paleo every evening as well. Although I haven't lost a single pound. <laughs> but once again, my wife doesn't need to because, I mean, she's sexalicious. Oh, geez. <laughs> hot. Yeah, I'm giving her the eyeball right okay, now. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. No, but talking to the meal planning, like that's something that we've talked about for a long time and we kind of did it for a little while. But I think like with anything and, and the whole point of like the challenge worksheets that you'll be able to download on our, on our site is you're able to write it down and visually see it and track it. Whereas with our meal planning, you know, she went out and we always did it kind of verbally. Oh, we're going to have this Monday, Tuesday. And we would kind of say to it, but like, it was funny, like last night. So anyway, she went out and bought a chalkboard and it's in our kitchen now. And we write what we're going to eat each week or each day on that chalkboard for each week. And I know last night, I remember like when I was working in the yard and like, I was saying, man, what are we having for dinner tonight? And I look up and I'm like, oh, yeah, we're having steak and guacamole, like sweet, you know, like, so it was like when you visually can see it, it's so much more helpful to get in that mindset of like, oh yeah, that's what we're going to have tonight. Like, you know, there's no really wavering from that. Yeah. I think it's, it's been super helpful, especially when we're shopping at the store. Cause a lot of times the problem for me was, you know, let's eat paleo or let's eat healthy. But then that means I have to go to the store again. Cause I didn't get it when I went over the weekend and when you have three kids and homework and you know, you're got businesses, it's like going to the store again is just not an option. So we're just going to eat what we have. So it's been really helpful because then I just get all of this stuff at one time and we have a plan and I'm excited because I'm hopefully going to be able to share some meal plans with you guys. Um, I'm working on that. So it'll be something you guys could download and, and might help you as well. Yeah. It's having a plan and literally like our plan now is just like before we go grocery shopping, just have that discussion literally takes three minutes. What do you want to eat this week? And it's just the fourth. And I know the last time she did, it, I was like, Oh my gosh, like do I, I don't have time to think about this. But when I, like, I started thinking more through it. I'm like, gosh, it's so much helpful. Cause like you said, when you go to the store, you know what you're buying versus like trying to think, Oh, should I get this? Like if you actually have a purpose of what you're going to buy and what you're going to cook, yeah, and the Good first few weeks are hard because you got to get like a, a rotation of food kind of going. And I'm not a cook. Like I'm definitely like one of those people, like I have to follow the recipe. I can't just like look in my pantry and create some concoction. So for the person that's doing the recipes, you might have to look up a few recipes, but it doesn't take any more than 10 or 15 minutes like at all. And then you're good to go for the rest of the week. So just to give you like some tips, if you're, if you're wanting to do this or any kind of diet, I know that this was help for me is like one, I mean, you can't be lazy. So planning is key. And the one thing, I can eat hard-boiled eggs. I know a lot of people aren't keen on those. Blah. But in past, like any time I would eat hard I actually, anytime I eat hard-boiled eggs, like if that's part of my daily thing, like I'm always really good with my diet. I don't know what it is. So now I eggs bought... Eggs have the secret ingredient or... It's just, I guess, it, it just puts me in this mindset. I know when I'm eating hard-boiled eggs, I'm eating, it's like Hardcore. I'm on a health kick. Yeah. So like I'll go, I buy 18, the pack of 18. I, I boil them like on Sunday evenings. And I'll take three with me each day to the office. And sometimes he leaves them boiling and almost catches the house on fire. But besides that... I just yeah. want to make sure they're done. Yeah. <laughs> for a long, a long time, like, babe, you don't have to boil eggs for two hours, by the way. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I didn't really know what the proper time was, but I, I was overcooking them, I guess. Every time. Every time. Now I set the timer in the microwave, so I know. And then, you know, you could always go back to the time that you boiled them so long the water evaporated and then they really did start burning and there was almost a fire. Yeah. Okay, let's just... Yeah. Never mind. That's great. <laughs> Just make sure you know how to boil eggs. Yeah, I got that. 
So uh, you know, that's one thing that's helpful. And the other thing that we talked about earlier is like, just don't buy crap because, so I'm a late night snacker. Like He's a secret closet snacker. I'm a secret closet snacker. No, wait, I got to tell the story. So like, <laughs> there will be times that like I'm in bed and I can hear him like, our living room is right by our bedroom. So I, I'm not asleep yet. And I can hear like, you know, like, give me that, give me that thing, that thing of wipes right there. Hand that to me. I want them to hear this. So you know how you can you can hear little feet like kind of going quietly and then all of a sudden you hear like, oh, that's a bag of chips. And I'm thinking to myself, he is totally in the pantry. And then when I like, I'll come out or something and he's like, like got a whole like bag in his mouth and he'll just be like, like trying to hide it. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. Like he totally tries to like sneak it and hide it. Like I care. <laughs> it's just funny because I really don't care if you're eating chips in the pantry. Yeah, so, so chips are definitely like a downfall. And so we kind of rotate on buying groceries. But I feel like here lately, I've, I've been the one going in Sundays after church. And Wait, you've gone two Sundays. I've got like four Sundays. <laughs> but who's counting? But like before, I would always buy chips. You know, it's just like kind of habit. Buy chips. You got to have chips in the household. And like I just stopped buying them. I used to buy these kettle cooked. The, is it Lay's kettle cooked? Like mm-hmm. the original? Just man, those freaking salty. They're just amazing. I and think you just like the crunch. It is the crunch. You're right. I think it's it's the salt and this the sensation of actually the crunching, you know, the chewing of something. And, but I could put down an entire bag of chips in one setting. Once again, I'm an extremist. I can do that. Yeah. And I haven't bought those chips in forever. And so what I, I've been trying to do is find substitutes for that. And for me, that's been uh, carrot sticks, which I know is not nearly as exciting. But uh, carrot sticks, and I buy this, uh, there's like dill dip, there's like ranch dip, but I know it's not totally healthy. But I figure like baby carrots dipping in a little bit of a dip versus like eating an entire bag of kettle cooked whatever. Yeah, it's definitely better. It's better. You yes. know, it's, it's better. One of my things that's hard for me to turn down now is like I love dark chocolate covered almonds. I love them. It's like crack to you. It is like crack. So, I mean, I can eat a lot of those and I buy them and at the grocery store I have, like they have them in the, one of those candy bins where you dip, you know, the little ladle or whatever or spoon thingy in there. So they're not packaged, like they're like fresh, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. I know because I usually get them for you. You do, right. So like what I, instead of just eating those, I'll mix those with regular almonds so that at least I'm not eating all pure dark chocolate, which I, maybe I'm trying to justify. So you're getting like one every third. I, so if like, oh, I... It's kind of a three-to-one ratio. So three good almonds with one chocolate almond. Okay. If that helps you. It does. You know, it just gives me that other sensation. I'm trying to think what else I have. I'll buy, like, lunch meat, and I'll just snack on that, like, with some cheese, which I know is not really paleo, but it's like, you know, just have something to eat. Well, again, it's lifestyle. I mean, I don't think that when you're talking about doing the paleo, it's more about a healthy eating. Yeah. You know, than it is just paleo. So I just figure I'm, like, snacking on either, like, vegetables or proteins it's much better than the alternative yeah. white white powder donuts or bags of chips this is about making better choices better better choices and you know i continue to see results so though that's a few things now the other things that have really helped me is i watched a documentary on netflix i think earlier this year and it was uh, fat sick and nearly dead and if you had not watched it i promise you and it's basically about juicing and talks about a guy who lost like 90 pounds from like juicing. That's all well, he, let's talk about what juicing means. So juicing is like, I always, I didn't really know what it meant either, but it's like, you know, you buy one of these juicers and you put like fruits and vegetables into this thing and it takes all the juice out. It separates the pulp and all that and all the fiber and just, you just get the juice, which is like all your macronutrients and all like 
your vitamins and then you drink it. And I've heard people that juice before, but I always thought, okay, that's just not very exciting. So I watched the documentary. I was just blown away. And hey, this is like you, when you watch infomercials at like one in the morning. It, it was like an infomercial, but I mean, you know, he didn't say, hey, go buy this juicer. I mean, but he, you did within like a matter of 16 hours. I didn't do it that evening because I literally watched it at one. I think I got done with the documentary. It was, it was like one thirty in the morning and I almost went on Amazon and bought. Actually, I was I might have added it to my cart that morning in Amazon, but I didn't buy because I wanted to sit on it. Only because you knew I would be like, oh my gosh, seriously, sold again. <laughs> but I did buy it the uh, the next afternoon <laughs> and it came. And I'll tell you what, like I went pretty hardcore for a while. I was juicing like three to four times a day. I still would have like a meal because for me with juicing, juicing a CrossFit just didn't work. Like I'd go work out and I was just like lethargic. I was dizzy, didn't have enough protein the diet. But I did, you know, I did lose a little bit of weight with it. And now it's like I juice I'm typically like once a day. And I like it because I feel like I'm getting fruits and vegetables that I wasn't getting, and it is a meal replacement. And as long as I have other paleo proteins and stuff, like I'm good to go. And that's been really helpful. So It has been, but I tried it. Let me just tell you, I'm not a fan, but that doesn't mean that I'm a very picky person. So it doesn't mean you're not going to like it if you try it out there listening. But You're pretty impressed, though, that I'm still juicing. I mean, I am. I am still impressed, yes. You, you thought I wouldn't last like a month. No, I, I agree. I thought you would fall off a lot sooner than you have. But I will say that, like, he, again, going back to the extremists, like, he had to, like, immediately buy the juicer. And then it was, like, he thought he had bought it, but whatever credit card is on our Amazon account was, like, expired or something. And so he went to, like, the Whole Foods store and literally bought, like, $200 worth of, like, fresh produce and then found out that the juicer hadn't even been ordered so I was like, this is fantastic. We have all of this produce and no, we don't even have a juicer yet. Can you just like wait till it arrives? Like you, you really technically didn't even order it. So then on top of that, we had to buy a second refrigerator to put all of his like produce in because if I open my fridge, like green peppers and cucumbers were falling out and I couldn't even like get in there. So that's just a side note to, <laughs> to the whole juicing scenario. But yes, it is definitely healthy and I am proud of you for sticking to it. That was a perfect compliment to the story. I appreciate it. You're, you're welcome. Juicing has been, has been good. I've enjoyed that. And then, so let's talk about one of the things that you had to get like immediately, <laughs> immediately. Like we had to like st- drop everything and go get what? It's the magic bullet. So it's like the smoothie make. That was it, a Nutribullet. Nutribullet, yeah. Yeah. The magic bullet's like the little one. Yeah. I have like the Nutribullet, like the big one. Yeah, it's just for smoothies because I don't like juice. I'm a big like texture freak when it comes to drinking or eating anything. So I like the taste of like a, a frozen drink, like a smoothie. And so, yeah, I was like, okay, I'm going to try this Nutribullet. And I mean, I still do it occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm actually using it more than she is. Just so yes, far. and then I then I bought it, and then now he's using it more than I am. But I do like it a lot, and it has helped me because every morning I was like, I just want a Starbucks, and so it's helped me to like cut down on how many times I'm going to Starbucks. So instead, sometimes I'll have a smoothie instead of an ice white chocolate mocha, which are amazing. Yeah, and so like she started using the Nutribullet, and like I was still doing the juicing thing, and then. I don't know. I just thought I would just give it a try. And now I think on average I'll have like if I have one juice and sometimes one smoothie a day as well. Or sometimes like in the morning I'll, sw- I'll swap out the smoothie for the... Uh, the one thing I like about the Nutribullet versus the, the juicer is that it's just a lot quicker to make and there's less to clean up. You know, like juicing is... I mean, it's like a 15-minute ordeal to get all the produce, clean it off, wash it, juice it. 
and then clean up the juicer when you get done. Like that's probably the only pain in the it's butt. It's a lot of work. It's I mean it's a lot of work, but I'm like I'm like a lot of work for what? To make sure I'm healthy, you know? So it's like I'm like that's why I kind of justify it. But the Nutribullet is like, man, you slam it in there and like I'm kind of a creature habit as well. Like I really don't deviate from my recipes, but like right now I'm really big on uh, I do like a quarter of spinach. Which, I mean, I know my wife loves that. Like, just spinach in mm, a smoothie. Yeah. But spinach, half banana, some coconut oil, which is like a new find that I've uh, just been adding. We just started using the Shakeology from, the, uh, from Beachbody. So I use the protein. I do the strawberry in there with uh, mixed berries. Maybe some peaches, some other strawberries. And almond milk, which is another new addition. So trying to cut out as much dairy as I can. And, you know, it's actually, and it's not horrible. It's like, I haven't really tried almond milk by itself, but in a smoothie, like I can dig it. Yeah, I actually like it too, which is saying a lot because like I said, I'm super picky and I've been doing the almond milk and like it as well. Yeah. So for me, and and here's my, I don't know, extremist, but the thing I struggle with the most, well, no, that's a lie. I struggle with a lot of things, but you know, I would take like the hard boiled eggs to work, you know, and I'd buy some healthy stuff at work, but using the afternoon, like that's my three o'clock in the afternoon. That's when I'm like, I'm needing something. And I just never was prepared for that. So I came up with the idea of my office manager, you know, she was, she bought a Nutribullet, but when you make a smoothie in the morning, you take it to work, like by the time it's three o'clock, it's just not as good. Ew, yeah. See, I you don't know? like that at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to do that and it's just, it's not good. And I thought, you know what? I told her like, Hey, I go, I know that you, I think she's been wanting to lose a little bit of weight too. I'm like, Hey, you know, as your boss, I go, I'm, I will buy a Nutribullet for the office and I'll buy like all of the produce. You know, I just want you to make it for me, like whenever I want it. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is seriously crazy. <laughs> but anyway, that's what we've done. And like when it's like three o'clock, she's like, "Hey, what do you, you what you, you want a vente grande or tall?" Oh my gosh! So now <laughs> she's not even just doing like investment stuff, but she's making you smoothies. But she's happy because she, she told gets me she's to have it too. Yeah, she said she. I think uh, we've been doing that. She had it for like a month, and she's lost like five pounds. You know, just by adding that extra smoothie. You know, that's like, it's become our lunch, basically. The benefits of working with Jeff Rose. You get to it's actually one of those make added him benefits. smoothies. Now, obviously, not no, everyone can go out there and buy, you know, like two Nutribullets. I mean, so like that might sound a bit extreme. But, you know, depending on where you work, if you get some other people, you know, they get on the health kick for you and you go in together, maybe as an office and like split, you know, a Nutribullet for the office, it's something to consider, you know, everybody gets on the health kick. Mm-hmm. I'm getting this look. I'm just cracking up right now. But anyway, so like here we are like day 45 doing this, the, the paleo thing. And I loved it. Like I said, I, I've, I think at this point in time, I've lost like seven pounds. And my goal is, like I said, I want to get down to one, 198. I just think there's something about that number that I like. It shouldn't be a number. I, I, I need, just hate, I hate when people say they want to weigh a number. Okay. Then how about, I bet anytime I uh, update on Instagram about trying to lose weight, my hashtag is I want my six pack back. It is? Yeah. Oh, I must not read your Instagram. <laughs> Apparently not. I mean, I don't use it a lot. It just, it's, when I talk about eating healthy, like that's my, oh, okay. that's my hashtag. But we were just talking to, um, we were talking about we're going on a trip to Mexico, I guess, with some other couples next summer, like in June or July or something, which I know is like a long time away. But like as we were talking to one of the other uh, wives that's going, I just kept thinking like, I want to have my six pack for sure by then. I I knew that would be going through your head. Actually, we were having that conversation because you're constantly like thinking like, oh, yeah, I got to look good. You're such a GQ guy. It's just, you know, it's like, I honestly, the whole thing that motivated was I do CrossFit. People know that I do CrossFit. And I think pe- just because of that, people just assume like, oh, you, sh- you should have a good physique. 
Because like if you ever watch the CrossFit Games on ESPN, like all these women and men are just freaking jacked, you know, like six packs and huge pecs and biceps and and like people know me because I've done CrossFit like forever, and like here I am the CrossFitter that has like a gut, and it's just like it's just because my diet was wasn't matching. Yeah, your diet it. was poor, but so, I do appreciate that you want to look good for me. I mean, it's that. I mean, it kind of goes back to the whole prayer challenge, right? Like, I don't just want to be a Christian. Like, people, you know, if, if I'm a Christian, then I want people to look at me as a Christian by my actions, you know, and like, not just by the fact that I say I'm a Christian. Right. So it's like, it's kind of the same thing with this whole paleo thing. It's like, I'm being a CrossFitter. Like, I don't want, I want people to like to see it as well as like me talk about it. Yeah. And I honestly, speaking from just my point of view, like I can't relate to that in the sense that like I haven't struggled with weight. I've been so super blessed. Like my metabolism has been like amazing. I'm sure eventually I am going to deal with it. And so I haven't had to have that struggle. I think that my mindset would be a lot different if I struggled with weight and I struggled with, you know, the way that I looked. So I think, I mean, and I'm not saying like, oh, you know, I'm just saying from my point of view, I haven't struggled with that. So I can't relate personally. Yeah. So I think there is a lot to be said about that. And I think the other motivation to this is that, and we've both recognized this, is that as parents, like I grew up where my grandmother and my mom and like, they always cooked, you know, like we didn't eat out a lot. You know, we just didn't have a lot of money, but always cooked. And it was always like usually like not out of a box or out of a bag. It was all like usually fresh stuff. Homemade. Homemade. As we've gotten busier, like I've just noticed that our kids are just, all they're eating is like crap basically. You know, it's bag this, can this, package this, all processed stuff. And that's, you know, just something that I want to be conscious of because I don't want to like start just giving all this. So, I, I mean, we're not, we still need a lot of work in that area. But I think, you know, like my kids see us like juice or see me juicing, see us using the Nutribullet drinking shake, seeing us doing CrossFit, you know, see us eating healthy and, you know, just be, be able to lead by example and then just kind of introduce them to stuff that I think, you know, eventually uh, it'll pay off. Yeah, I think it, it's so important with the kids. I mean, that's one of the main reasons that I do want to do it is because I want them to learn to have better eating habits. Because, you know, you when you have three kids or even if you have one kid, I mean, life can get overwhelming and you basically want to do whatever is easiest. So if you have soccer practice at night and it's easiest to just run through McDonald's, sometimes you're doing it just to keep your sanity. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because I've done that eight million and trillion times. But whenever I really think about it, I really want them to learn better habits and where are they going to learn it from? Like who's teaching them those habits? Us, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, I feel like we are the ones that have to show them what that looks like. And this is like a really great example. Actually, our youngest son has been acting terrible. Like he's just been a terror for the last like month and uh, he loves to have apple juice. I mean, it's really honestly the only thing he's drank for the last two months, really. He only will drink apple juice. Nothing else refuses to drink anything else. And so I've been like, well, it's all he'll drink. So I have to give it to him. Otherwise he's going to die of thirst, you know? And the honest truth was when he started acting so bad, I thought I'm going to take away the one thing that he loves, which is apple juice. And I took it away. And literally in the same hour that I took it away, he was asking me for milk. So it's like, I just have to remember that like I'm in charge, like not letting the kids be in charge of, you know, they want McDonald's or they want to eat snacks. You know, if you're in charge and you stay in charge, they'll eat something else. Mm -hmm. They will. Yeah. And like, and it's just just a matter of kind of planning it out, putting it on the grocery list, buying it, you know, like they don't have to have French fries, you know, they can have apples, you know, and get used to that. But we just, we're just kind of brainwashed that way of thinking like, oh, that's just, that's just how it is. Well, and lazy sometimes. I'm very lazy when it comes to food. Yeah. So it's just about being better about that. 
Yeah. So anyway, like, we just want to share like this challenge. This is like one of the food challenges that we we wanted to, to try together. I, I'm still interested to learn more about this whole f- real food movement that's been going on lately. It's just like basically it's like paleo to the extreme. It's something that we're going to talk about and pray over <laughs> and, <laughs> and see if we actually pull this off because that takes even more planning. But uh, I don't know. I just I'm interested to learn and just see what we can do. So you know, obviously, before any diet, talk to your health professional. I mean, this is not like a diet recommendation, but just something that, you know, just wanted to introduce to you what we've learned, you know, through that process. And, you know, we're going to be trying other things just to see how that works out. And we're reporting back to you. Yeah. So just remember, this is your life, your marriage, and only you can make it more. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well... If you heard our last episode, we were talking about how we were going to throw that in at the end of every episode. I just yeah. wanted to give you like my cackling voice. Yeah, I've never actually heard that. Okay, uh, you you do it. I don't know. You don't even know. I'm like freaked out now. <laughs> yeah, all right. Should we delete that? No, we're, we're less in. Okay. All right, until next time, take care. Take care.